would you say that if people travel, it's more likely they want to start a social enterprise than if they don't travel? I think so. I think so. Welcome back to today's episode. I'm still here with Yuki because it's the second episode of the series How Social Enterprises Impact the World. And in the last episode, you got to know Yuki a bit better and the companies that he's um, created, as well as talking a bit more about finding love in the world and, and maybe not finding a girlfriend, but finding yeah. a passion and love for starting a business. Yeah. So, um, welcome back, Yuki. I'm very excited to have you back today. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I mean, guys, I mean, yeah, I just back, and thanks for, you know, listening to my lost love story, but <laughs> thanks for anyway. I'm so excited for talking about next topic. <laughs> so, today we are talking a bit more why we think actually, both of us, why people should start more social enterprises and what that actually means. So, um, can you maybe repeat more, one more time as well and summarize a bit um, why you actually start a social enterprise, why you did decide to give back to community and how you're giving back to community and where? <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, I mean, the reason why I started my business, especially the domain of the social enterprise, well, I mean, I like abroad. I like the uh, cultures, especially, you know, uh, like the cultures not so much people know. Like, I mean, there, there are a lot of nice cultures, and there are a lot of nice people, even so much people don't know about it. I mean, that's amazing, especially the Mongolian cultures, uh, African cultures, whatever. And I want to tell about tell about it to the more and more people uh, by the shape of business and like like PR or introductions for them so, uh, for mm -hmm. them and and kind of like giving giving them uh, more opportunity or chances, uh, more opportunity, you know. Uh, to to realize their dream, for example. For example, in Mongolia, there are more and more people who really want to go to Japan or US and to study and to get more money, but they don't they don't they don't have opportunity, for example. So we are making a business together with them and so the parents can get the money from our business and they just give this money to the uh, their child and their child learn more sophisticated education and mm -hmm. it's kinda of like, you know, it, it, it expands their potential, their life potential or future way. So I think I really like it, you know. Uh, even in Japan, yeah, we are full of, you know, full of things, stuff, shit, and yeah, we are so, yeah. Obviously, Japan is a rich country compared with the other yes. countries. So, I mean, you know, so like we didn't know like what the poverty is or what is the situation if you cannot get the education or if your parents are so poor and you lost your housing, uh, not so much people know about it, right? So, so we cannot imagine their their life, and we just we just have a kind of like you know normal and good life. But if you do some social enterprise like my field, uh, you can give uh, more dreams, you can give more opportunity to the people and. Literally, literally, you can change people's lives. I mean, <laughs> if you work together with them. So that's an amazing moment, yeah. I think, 
I mean, you know, this is the meaning of my, my life, for example, sometimes I feel it. So that's why I'm doing And so we share the revenue with the local people, for example, traveling agency. Uh, we are getting the book from the Japanese people and Japanese people uh, pay the traveling fee and we share, uh, depends on the time, but most of the time, 50%, 50%. Uh, also, our accommodation tent. Also, we just yeah. they make they make a tent in uh, Mongolia, and we we just gonna pay this fee for manufacturing, mm. and we're gonna buy it, and we're gonna sell in Japan. So almost half, or sometimes forty uh, percent for them, sixty percent uh, for my company, for example. But we you know we totally make it so fair. And also yeah. we have a lot of volunteering, for example, uh, IT educations, because my, my team has a lot of engineers, IT engineers. So, I mean, they are teaching uh, how to do programming, how to make a website, how to make applications uh, in IT uh, to the uh, child in a different country. So, such a volunteering stuff, uh, we make it by using of our revenue and profit. So that's kind of the way to contribute to the uh, developing country's economy and society. Yes, okay. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And uh, it's interesting what you said that um, depending in the country that you live in, you might not be aware of certain issues that are going on in other countries. And like you said, yes, Japan is um, a relatively rich country compared to other countries and especially Mongolia, for mm. example. Um, and I have not been to Japan, I have to say, but I, I imagine it quite crazy and over <laughs> sometimes maybe also with impressions and everything that's going on. At least this is what is uh, portrayed. I know there's obviously also, mm. um, this is, mm -hmm. uh, for example, if we're talking about cities uh, rather than mm -hmm. uh, the nature side. Um, it, it would be quite interesting to, to go at some point. Um, but I like um, what you said is that you go, would you say that if people travel, it's more likely they want to start a social enterprise than if they don't travel? I think so. I think so. Because, you know, if you are in uh, one country, for example, Japan, you just, you know, uh, for you, the environment in Japan, uh, the situation, the economy in Japan is super normal for you. But if you go to even even the uh, neighbor countries of Japan, for example, uh, East Asia, some East South Asia like Thailand, Vietnam, you're gonna see a totally different situation. And now yeah. you can you can just get to know, okay, uh, my life or my my kind of like you know uh, impressions about uh, world or yes. life. What's special because 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 I was born in Japan, so that's why we just uh, we are kind of like you know uh, it's like no you know uh, go, going to university and getting the education and having the food every day and uh, taking a shower every day was super normal for us, but for other people it's not normal. So you can you can just get to know if you go to travel. Yes, I, I understand. And, and it's even just these basic things that you just mentioned um, that, are, I mean, it depends on where you go in the world. If, you, if you're going to Berlin, it's, it's not like that. Uh, pro, uh, but if you're going mm. in, in the nature, in the middle of nowhere, or Mongolia, and, um, with um, 
people that are living by traveling through countries and stuff like that, um, it's obviously a very extreme difference um, mm -hmm. between the impressions that you will have. But I, uh, like I said before, I think um, traveling is one of the best educators and makes you really realize sometimes as well how lucky you might be in the situation that you're in exactly um, by exactly. even having these basic needs covered that everything is so um normal to have drinking water out of the tap to have a hot shower or hot bath even stuff like this okay this goes now into extremes but we can even use this for for simpler examples and um but also having access to education um, mm -hmm. on, um but even if you if you don't go into these really basic needs that uh, should be covered everywhere in the world and unfortunately are still not um mm -hmm. i think you can still always find things to improve people's life and to improve people's um yeah impact them really like you say you really 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 see how you made an impact on someone's life um mm -hmm. gives you also the best feeling ever i think and this is yeah. one of the reasons why people um have started uh, or starting social enterprises yeah this was the one episode like when i traveled to mongolia i met uh, one guy uh, he was the same age like 23 years old and but, you know uh, she had a um, totally different life compared with me i mean he never been to the uh, school and uh -huh. he of course of course he cannot use english and but we have the same age and he like anime so i mean so we just uh communicate about anime together and we we just uh, spend a, a nice time with him with him but you know uh, maybe in his life he will not have opportunity to go to abroad of course uh because he never been to the you know school, so he didn't know you know what the world is. You know, maybe maybe he knows Japan, but maybe he cannot imagine go yes. to abroad. He cannot imagine to uh, work. I um, mean, with with you know kind of like you know uh, because he's working uh, he's working uh, in a farm, and he told me uh, this is his job, and he he never I mean he will keep this job until he die. But I mean, he told me like, you know, or it, even he didn't know the like way to go to abroad or way to maybe go to capital city and to walk, uh, walk in a different way. But I mean, he, he cannot imagine because uh, for him, like his world is so limited. So I mean, yes. this, this story was kind of like, you know, but he want to do something. He want to make uh, some action. So that's why, yeah, I'm so moved by him. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I want to do something for him. So that was uh, one episode. And now I'm working with him. So I hope he's going to make uh, another, I mean, put, I mean, he's going he gonna to know another way to live and enjoy his life. Yes. It's kind of, yeah. Amazing, yes. Um, I mean, social enterprises, um, I don't actually know what that means in Japan, and you can tell me a bit more about it, because if mm -hmm. we're looking at the UK, for example, um, mm -hmm. having a social enterprise is not necessarily 
a legal entity, uh, as in you register as a social enterprise, you register at a limited company or a charity or mm. whatever you want, and you can have a purpose. So social enterprise there means you're giving back. You're giving back to um, mm -hmm. a community, for example. Um, and that could mm -hmm. be in, in all kinds of different ways. That could be by only employing people from that area that are unemployed or it could be that you're giving a certain percentage of your profit to a good cause um or something like that so it's it's um it's a it's a term that's used and doesn't have too many regulations about it around it you can say mm -hmm. you have an impact on something so i'm i'm a social enterprise how is that in japan Kind of like, you know, uh, we have uh, quite a uh, lot of ways, as you said, for example, in the UK, with uh, charity and enterprise and company, uh, NGO, NPO, a lot of things. And uh, same as uh, Europe, I think we have a lot of ways to do it. And especially for mm -hmm. young people, uh, more and more young people now have more interest in such a social enterprise, like not only for uh, developing yes. countries, for the, for the people who have uh, handicap or for the like for the gender things uh, mm -hmm. equality between the yes. women and men of course uh, we have a serious issues in japan and um, also like uh, more for more political things of course and now now it's more and more japanese young people are going to have a more interest in such a place and for, for myself i wanna i wanna do it uh, by the companies and by the business, because uh, my companies uh, are doing doing for the different countries things, but it's not charity. I think um, in for sustainable, um, in for sustainable helping, for sustainable uh, actions. I think we should make a revenue mm -hmm. and we should make a system, right? Yes. And so that's why we're more focusing on how to make a business together with the uh, local people. Mm -hmm. And if we if we raise more money, or if we you know uh, if my company is more big, uh, bigger, more big, I think I want to give this business to the Amongo people, and I want to move, and mm -hmm. I want to leave from this business because it means uh, Mongolian people by themselves uh, make this business and get the money and raise the money and employ their own child or their as a as a teammate, and it was amazing. So I want to do something like this. So uh, we, for me, uh, I focus on more business. But I mean, in Japan, generally, a lot of people are now studying for the social things like volunteer, charity, whatever. So that's a nice trend, I think. I think it's nice that you're also pointing out more and more people want to to do something about it and um, what that means. And also you already thinking about, okay, um, this uh, is a business and it's not a hobby so obviously it is also about making some money and making some profits but mm -hmm. you're not doing that necessarily uh, just for yourself you're doing that obviously for having an impact on those um, people um, that you can support by creating a life uh, that's maybe a bit more accommodating and and supporting them and to see different ways of living a life um mm -hmm. and then you're already thinking about okay once this is a very profitable business 
you might exit the business and hand it over to them completely because you're basically supporting them to understand also how it all works and you're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. this is a nice approach. So there is obviously <laughs> creating everything and doing everything and just giving some money. No, you involve everyone and teach them how to do things and um, then you can let it go and uh, let it grow afterwards uh, without you getting involved really um, and you know you had a great impact on making this all sustainable not just from an environmental point of view but from a financial point of view and i think mm-hmm. that's what people also need to understand having a social enterprise does not mean that you don't make money it's not about mm-hmm. it. it can be a normal functional limited company that you founded but you have an impact and you have um you, you're helping uh, people to change their life. So um, it's very nice. Thank you that uh, you outlined yeah. a bit more as well and what you're doing as well. Amazing. Oh, thanks for your summary. Your summary is amazing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, exactly, yeah. I have it's because yeah. I'm listening obviously to what amazing. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, it feels, I mean, yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's, it's really important that people understand this. And um, I think if people can. Um, and maybe not just from the beginning, but maybe you're starting a business by having an impact on something. Okay. And this can be having Mm -hmm. an impact on working with the people that you're working with, helping them to start their own business like I do. So in a, in a way I'm helping, um, individuals to create a life they want and to become happier by living out a passion and making a living out of it, maybe even Mm -hmm. growing so that they can employ other people. So, um, supporting local envir- um, environments and um, ecosystems, let's say, not really that you have to start uh, when you start a business. You have to don't think about immediately. Okay, how can I turn this into a social enterprise? How can I give back? It might come at a later point, and that's completely mm-hmm. fine. So I would like to encourage everyone who um, is starting their own business once you're in a position um, to to give back. Um, once you're in a position maybe to create something and involve communities and have an impact on them, do it. <laughs> Look at it and have this in the back of your mind. And maybe it's three years into your startup journey and you think, like, okay, now I'm ready. I, I created something that really works. Now I'm ready to pass this on. Mm. I'm ready to mm-hmm. share some of the profits. Now I'm ready to share, to have a bigger impact because I understand it can be scary and you think like, no, 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 first I want to make this work for me and then I'm going to make it work for others. This is also completely fine. Um, so don't be afraid mm-hmm. to be a social enterprise at the later stage of your business. And I think um, mm-hmm. this might be a nice approach as well because otherwise the pressure <laughs> comes back in as well. No, the, always a reason why you start a business, but if you have all this pressure of... Um, of the cultural pressures and everything that we talked about as well in the first episode. Um, and you mm-hmm. have pressure. Okay. No, no, no. This needs to be a social enterprise. I need to find something. Just wait. It will come to you. It, uh, this is another mm. thing. How do you choose what you want to give back to? This will come to you during your journey, during your life. Mm. Think about, and like Yuki had, um, uh, with, um, uh, finding it through your travels, really, not thinking about, okay, I'm going to travel to start my own business. Um, 
but you traveled for for different reasons and then you found something and think like okay i want to change that i want to have this impact but again don't worry if you don't have this um, purpose yet it will come to you mm -hmm. over time and it's never too late to do that so even if you're an established business for 15 20 years and you think like okay let's do something you can do that and you can choose environment you can do choose animals you can use uh, choose other human beings it doesn't really matter um, just thinking about other people and supporting other people will also really help you um, to have a sense of fulfillment and even maybe motivate you even more to make this work. <laughs> so I think this was wow. all I wanted to yeah. say about this as well. <laughs> Amazing. You're all so motivated. I mean, I think because of this lady, I think more and more people are going to start own things, own social enterprise. So that's, that's an amazing opportunity uh, you are making for me. So, thanks, thanks. Really, I mean, I'm so uh, glad to be here. I mean, <laughs> oh well, thank you, thank you um, for all yeah. the time and uh, sharing this because this podcast is all about um, sharing some knowledge, some some challenges maybe, and how you came across them, but also to inspire people um, to to help them to create a better world together. No, we're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> I always exactly. say we exactly. all live in our own little worlds, but we all see the same sun. Mm -hmm. So um, let's use that to um, create something lovely together. And um, thank you so much. Uh, I think for me, uh, that was all I wanted to say in this episode. I don't know if you wanted to throw anything else in before we wrap up this episode. No, I think for me, is I, I say everything I want to say here. Mm -hmm. That's perfect, yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, in the next episode, we are going to talk a bit more about digital detoxing because it uh, mm -hmm. ties in nicely with what you're doing as well. But we don't uh, talk too much about it now because um, mm -hmm. just a little teaser to let you know what the next episode is all about. Thank you so much for your time again, Yuki, and I'm looking forward to recording the next episode with you. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.